0: Come on. Well, I'm Blood This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong and Powerful Mark Wilson. Mark, are you ready to do this? I am. All right. Let's, let's go. Mark is the CEO of the Westmark Group. Is a benefits advising company working to positively impact the health and wealth of organizations and their employees. And he is the author of Life and Death Decisions in the C-Suite. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do.
1: Yeah, I'm based in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, I've got uh, my wife and we have a three-year-old and we have uh, three fur babies. So...
0: Uh living life and having a good time. I like it. Perfect. The uh, fur babies get along with the real baby. Okay. Mark.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's uh, he's, he's just turned three last month. So he's uh, he's terrorizing
0: them, but uh, they're getting along as as best they can. (laughs) Right. Right. I like it. And in terms of the, the benefits advising, tell us why it is that you're doing that. Really? I started out in the industry.
1: I, I, as I was is starting out in the industry, I, I was selling health plans and talking to employers. And it just really always made me feel bad. Where I when I went to an employer and and all I did was bring doom and gloom basically to them. They essentially, every time they saw me at renewal time, it was a an increase. And you know, how can we get a less increase? But at the end of the day, uh, the majority of the times it was, it was always an increase. So I was a bearer of bad news all the time. And, and how can I, how could I, Come into a situation and and get a win win for for both uh, the employer and and their employees and for me so a win 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 I guess so um, I, I looked at that and said how can I do that and you know with technology and as is um, the Affordable Care Act uh, came into place and whatnot it really disrupted the whole industry and um, it it was ripe and prime to be disrupted and now there's a lot of tools and ways that you can help reduce, reduce healthcare costs for your employers while still giving a, an excellent benefit and probably giving a better benefit than than they've had before.
0: Nice. In terms of like a, a literacy level from the folks who are making the benefit decisions, where, where is everybody at? Is it just gradually people are realizing that or is there still a vast majority that has no idea that these changes took place and there's opportunities to do what you just described?
1: Realistically, I think it's it's more of 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 the latter, where uh, these things have just recently came about within the last four or five years and um not a lot of employers are, are understanding it not a lot of consultants out there are actually um understanding or utilizing it um there's a lot of buzz and and buzzwords and whatnot going around the industry but who's actually implementing it and how can it be implemented in in a way that uh makes sense for the employer um and, and really aligns their health plan with their their purpose and their people. And that's that's really a, a key place. How can we do that um, in, in the best effective way? And most employers, it just really depends upon where they're at um, on their journey to this. Um, it can be that they've uh, they're very knowledgeable and we can we can put an approach where we can uh, really uh, have them sprinting out the starting gate. but but a lot of times employers are more at the crawl, uh, walk and then run stage. So we want to make sure we meet employers where they're at.
0: Yeah, well, I always appreciate that. All right, so walk us through maybe just just a scenario or how it works. Talking about how it could be implemented that makes it a win-win and everything is aligned. So what what does that really look like?
1: Well, a lot of times in the healthcare industry, um, what what had happened and, and it was the, I was even part of this 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 problem if you will is uh there's a lot of misaligned incentives um on the provider side the uh, payer side which um traditionally in in larger organizations are, are themselves because they're self-funded um uh, and and through the consultant side where a lot of times we get commissions or fees based on the premiums that um the insurance premiums that are are in the health plan so how can we make sure that it's aligned so that we can get the, the highest quality care for the best price and make it so the employee uh isn't uh running here to there pulling their hair out trying to understand how how they uh navigate this this healthcare system that's um that's here in, in the United States right now. Um so how do we how do we do that and make sure that it's a, a good outcome for them um and a good outcome for the employer um so they can they can have the best experience possible
0: everything you said makes a ton of sense and it does require that people are interested in breaking sort of the norms and changing business models because there's probably a lot of folks who are maybe they're stuck in legacy systems and i see this all over the whole financial world if it's you know financial advisory it's hard for companies to stop doing what they've been doing and 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 make these pivots um so i i, I totally i I appreciate it but I think it sounds like a better scenario what you've just described. So let's assume that 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 everybody's willing that the that you are certainly willing and then the organization that you're working with says yeah that that totally makes sense. So where do we go from there?
1: So what we want to do is really analyze the the population, understand what the needs of the employer are and the employees in that in that in in their their organization, what, what they're needing to do, but, but more importantly, it's, it's the mindset change. It's, it's understanding that you can't keep doing the same things you're doing and get a different results. You have to look at, uh, how how you can put in place and educate the employees so that they can go through this change management process is basically what's happening um, right now. I think that's the biggest piece is how they transition from their old plan to their new plan. And a lot of that's through um, uh, leaderships in the the organization, having the buy-in from the top, as well as Communicating and keeping it top of mind um, on how to use their their ben, employee benefits and and how they can um, use their plan to their best advantage. And a lot of times we 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 build in incentives um, to help um, uh, navigate the employee. Uh, through that process and make sure that they can go to the best facilities that gives the highest quality of care, but they go to a a facility that is cost-effective as well. Um, it's, It's a little different in our industry. Um that that the high, higher cost doesn't necessarily give you the best quality or outcome, if you will. Um, so being able to do that and build designs, plan or plan designs, if you will, um, that, that help employers to, or employees to um, do that movement and make that change um, is really where where that comes into
0: play makes sense i was just reading the other day and i wish that i could tell you who it was that that wrote this or said it or even accurately quote what it is that i'm about to try to quote but he said one of the biggest bill of goods that we've been sold as of late probably the last 10 or 20 years is that you can get everything you want and it's not going to cost you a thing and everything's going to be super easy and that da, that da, that da, that but that's just bs and what we're talking about here is not going to be easy. It's going to require a commitment by the employer and understanding that, hey, you're going to need to do work here, but over the long term, probably the short and mid and long term, it's going to be way better.
1: Exactly. And and by, by changing the plan design and, and building the plan design that incentivizes and rewards Um, certain actions uh, by the employee uh, makes it that win, win, win. So we're able to save premium and cost for the employer anywhere from 20 to to 40%. We're able to build plans that give employees so that if there is an issue and they utilize the uh, preferred providers, they're able to get a zero deductible and have all of their health care paid um, so that they, that by making the right decisions, they're able to um, not only get the best quality of care, but um, it doesn't hit their pocketbook. Um, and especially now with inflation and everything happening um, as we um, go in this post Pandemic uh, society, it, it's we need to look at ways that can help uh, relieve the the angst and the 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 crunch we're feeling it it you know at the the grocery store or the gas pump or or whatever those things are and healthcare is no different.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the 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 potential of saving twenty to forty percent on on healthcare costs for organizations that's got to be super appetizing, and then just putting. 50 bucks here 100 bucks there into an employee's pocket by utilizing their health care correctly or their health insurance rather correctly in health care suppose. that's got to be a got to be an attractive thing too what are some well, of well? It's not key- only just fifty
1: fifty dollars or twenty five dollars. It's it's paying for their deductible. So if their mm-hmm. surgery, they had a knee surgery, and if they went to uh, surgery center A, it was twenty thousand or forty thousand dollars, and if they went to the surgery center B, it was fifteen thousand um, dollars. And you get a better outcome by going to, to surgery center B. Um, it's saving the employer that. Uh, and they have a $3,000 deductible, it makes sense for the employer to pay that deductible. So we could be talking about a lot of money um, that the employee is saving for that. Um,
0: Nice. So it's, it's potentially way more than, than I had initially thought. And so the, the behaviors that will need to be shifted, it's, walk me through that again. It's, it's, it's making sure you're going to the right providers.
1: Going for the right providers, but also, um, uh, educating the employees to, to know that the, the end all be all isn't what the doctor just says, okay, this is what you need to do. And, and you go blindly, you ask questions and be inquisitive and, you know, uh, ask about why they're deciding to go to this facility or why they need this treatment or or whatnot or you know what other options there are because a lot of times it's just knowing is half the battle right so knowing what you're able to do and and pushing back a little bit and not just accepting what they're saying uh from a provider Um, is always good and not just going blindly into something because the less you know about something the the more likely there is to um, have some type of uh, someone taking advantage or or manipulating the system that's for their best interest how do we make sure that it's the employees in the employee's best interest or in the employer's best interest as we're going into um get our health because that's where it's coming from our employer is where the majority
0: of us get our health care from so yeah yeah there's no doubt so organizations that that this is really succeeding for how how are they what is the consistency of messaging of the education i'm sure it's not just at the enrollment meeting do this from now on and then it all works no it's it's definitely not um uh you know
1: making sure there is an enrollment um period and that there are um times to um uh, make sure that the employer or employee can talk to um, an enrollment counselor or better yet now with um, zoom and whatnot a lot of times we're doing um, zoom meetings to walk them through the enrollment process um, but having maybe your spouse that's 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 n- traditionally not at those enrollment meetings, being on the phone, so that you can make the best decision and understand how the plan works and what uh, you do. Um, because, listen, you're going to go through an enrollment period here, a lot of different things, and what happens? You're going to forget all of it, and you only use health care when you need it. Um, and usually it's not right during the enrollment meeting. It's, it's usually six to eight months later or, or whatnot. And you're going, what do I do? How do I do it? So, so making sure that you, they, they know where to go to get the questions and, and how to, navigate the system so a lot of times in our plans we put together concierge or advocates if you will so they're able to talk to uh someone and and they're able to uh, look up in their system and figure out okay here's the the top three facilities and here's you know some um their their quality scores and whatnot so that that way um that employee can make the informed decision instead of just going out and asking um family friends going on facebook or you know going to a physician with a a bed bedside manner that's awesome but their their healthcare quality index is uh, atrocious and you know you don't want to end up doing that because then it's going to cost the plan more and it's going to have a lot more um uh, rework on your treatment because you didn't get the treatment correct
0: in the first place so Sounds like this is one of those examples where technology is is we're actually using it for for good instead of evil.
1: Yep, definitely. And, uh, I would agree with that. You Leveraging <laughs> technology makes makes things a lot better. But knowing that, hey, that you're going to have to make sure you have communication. Um, you know, um, not just once a year. That you have a a year campaign of how do how do we make sure we educate and we communicate and um, we utilize the plan effectively and and that goes with any benefit um making sure that you understand how it works is you're going to get the most outcome of of that product
0: is this something that any size company can benefit from or is there a sweet spot
1: yeah, traditionally, uh, uh, you know, small to mid-sized employers for anywhere from fifty um, and over, um, you know, can can benefit from this. But even under fifty, there are uh, programs and and other solutions um, that that can help save costs
0: uh, for employers and employees. Nice. And what is sort of the starting point? Somebody says, okay, maybe, maybe this is for us.
1: What do they do um there's uh you know i'm part of a uh a, a, a grassroots organization called health rosetta um and there's advisors around the country so that they can um, go to health rosetta or you know obviously they can always contact me i'm i'm not opposed to that um sure but um <laughs> reaching out in, in in starting that process um, is is something that they should look at and you know talk to their their consultant their current consultant and, and ask them questions about you know um, um these types of things uh is a good start as well so
0: i like it well mark the people are ready for that difference making tip what do you have for them
1: Well, um, my great grandmother just passed away this week and um, she was really close to me. So, uh, yeah, thank you. It it happened on uh, Wednesday this week. And um, so I would just say that um, call um, people that you care about, friends, someone, a a family member that you haven't seen in a while. Just call and say hi. Tell them you love them because, you know, time's short. Um,
0: That is well said, man. That is, I mean, life is short and we have such a little time, even though I imagine great grandma had a, and, and, in an incredible life. So,
1: yeah, she did, but it, it always, you know, thinking about the things that you missed or you should have called or would have, you know, done after the fact, it's, it's always good to just, you know, tell somebody you love them or you're thinking about them. So.
0: Well I think that is great stuff that definitely gets come. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Where where can people get in touch with you? What is the best way? Uh you
1: can go to uh my LinkedIn. I'm I'm there. Um it's it's mark m a r c w wilson w i l s o n um or you can go to uh westmarkgroup.com w e s m a r c group.com are probably the best ways to to reach me.
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find Mark on LinkedIn and his website. I will list all of those in the notes of the show. And, you know, very it doesn't hurt at all just to explore whether or not your company is a good fit or if it's eligible for this kind of work. And if your employed population is also a good fit for this kind of work, but potentially save you a ton of money. So thanks again, Mark. Thanks, George. Appreciate it.